This is the Janine Pirro Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now as a military veteran and expert uh, after almost 30 years in the armed forces, uh, he continues to be an expert on the military. He's also uh, an author of many books that I've told you many times that you should read because I think they're great. But uh, you know him. I'm sure uh, you recognize him, and he's been on this show many times, Colonel David Hunt. Uh, I'm not going to give you the, the whole spiel because uh, th- this is the guy who doesn't talk the talk. He actually walked the walk. So uh, good morning, Colonel Hunt. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you know, I got to tell you, I want to start this uh, interview on kind of a sad note. Uh, we hear now that, in fact, another hostage has died uh, while in the custody of Hamas. I think it's bringing it up to five or six, six Hamas hostages from an elderly grandfather to a female kindergarten teacher uh, have died in uh, captivity. Uh, so aren't they, isn't the whole idea to keep them alive so that they can at least, uh, use them for, uh, Hamas can use them for whatever, uh, leniency or, or, uh, uh, pause that they need? Yeah, but it's an imperfect science. So let's, in this, on take the October 7th, uh, attack, uh, the violence to the person, to the, to the civilian, to the hostage is profound. Okay. Your people are dying around you. You're, you're being rushed at by people with weapons. You're in, a, in this case, you're in a situation. You already know how bad Hamas is yeah. and you're getting captured, thrown on the back of a motorcycle. You may already be wounded. You're certainly smacked around a bit or a lot or a back of a car or a trunk. Or in the case of what we, the tapings we saw, there were, all, there were already women raped before they threw them in the car to take them across the border. Yeah. So all of these things add to trauma. And if the, if the, if Hamas, and we're learning now, um, not, did not, did not have complete control of the hostages. They went, they were being taken by other terrorist organizations. You then throw them in the ground, underground, um, and less than sterile environment. And you're not feeding them except for pita bread. Um, um, you got a real good chance of getting of having your hostages die on you. They're not well, going to great medical facilities. And, and they've about they've also got many of these people have got pre-existing conditions yes. that need constant medical treatment, and they're not getting that in in a middle in a terrorist organization. I'm actually surprised more haven't died. People can be very tough. Well, you know, what you describe, uh, uh, Colonel Hunt, is so true, and that is that, you know, we know that they've been abused before they're even put on the bikes or the back of the trucks and taken uh, uh, to Gaza. So, I mean, the idea, though, that 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 it's less than sterile in some of these tunnels, I mean, obviously is the case. But then we hear from some of the hostages who've been released that they were extremely clean because they didn't want to have a problem within the city that is that the tunnel is. That's that's because there were different tunnel conditions throughout uh, Gaza. Yeah. And it was luck of the draw. Some had great preparations. Some were very clean. Some were not. Uh, and I think we also lost a baby, didn't we? 
I don't know that 10 month old. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, we haven't seen the baby come back. No, I haven't. Right. So I don't know what's going on with that. And a 10 month old obviously needs tremendous care. Uh, but but the 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 fear factor is enough, especially if you're older. I would think to you know put you in a situation where you are vulnerable uh, to you know a heart attack or whatever uh, if you've got you know issues already. But let's talk about the actual kinetic kinetic war. I mean, the pause is over. Uh, we've got people coming across. They of course say that they were treated well, and then you know, but but they are then these hostages are interviewed so that we can then get a sense of what is actually going on. Uh, so the intelligence that the IDF is getting will help them and I in finding other hostages. Yeah, you'd hope so, but probably not because the Hamas, Hamas or the Palestinian Liber- Liberation. Uh, Jihad that has some of the hostages more more than likely move the hostages mm-hmm. uh, once these people the other hostages are released mm-hmm. because they know they're going to talk and they're going to get debriefed. Yeah. Um, so it's and the Israel the Israelis the Hamas has been able to hide hostages for years inside Gaza. I mean it, it, the lieutenant they had for six years they kept. And it's amazing to think how close Gaza is to Israel. It's yeah. next door. Um, and the amount of technology that's available, the amount of spies are being used, the money being spent. So it's very, very difficult um, to to find these hostages. So, uh, and it's massively frustrating to have got, gotten these this number out and all of a sudden everything breaks down again. Yeah, and now uh, they're back have, to the, now they're back to fighting. But you know, you mentioned the Palestinian Islamic uh, Jihadists, that, that Pij they call it, in the West Bank. Uh, yeah. What is going on in the West Bank? Uh, and you know, to our listeners, I'm, I'm sure they realize how small Israel is, but Gaza is literally in the west on the Mediterranean. But what's called the West Bank is it more east in terms of Israel. Uh, talk talk about what what Pij is and what they're capable of. The Palestinian Islamic Jihad is a straight up terrorist organization. There's no political arm to them. Um, it's pay for play. Iran is the major backer. Um, the end of Israel is their game. Right now, uh, it's not a safe place for anybody that's in Gaza. They have not come out to fight. It's similar to what's happening in southern Lebanon with mm-hmm. Hezbollah, yeah. in which they're, they're, they're shooting some, but they mostly right now, the concern everyone has is how, we don't even know the answer to this question. How many hostages does the Palestinian Islamic Jihad have? Don't know. And it became public last week when I think it was Hamas had admitted that they didn't have complete control over the hostage situation. Yes. And then, yes. then it came out that the Pij, as you call them, which is great, have um, <laughs> have some hostages. So you, um, this, this was, it's, if you're in where you live in Westminster, trying to infiltrate um, spies inside Westminster or other small communities in New York would be difficult. Well, that's how the same for the West Bank or Gaza. So it's it's a very difficult to use human spies in these places. Um, they're used to the technology of, of drones and, uh, flying, 
So as good as Israeli has gotten, the terrorists have learned and also gotten better. Yeah. Um, So that's inside Gaza is not a pretty sight for anybody starting with journalists. It's not a friendly place. Well, but but when 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 the the fighting continues, Colonel Hunt, when the fighting continues, if they've moved all the Palestinians south in Gaza and then they start bombing the south, where do the Palestinians go north? Yeah, there's no well, they can go north. There's no place to go to. Right. I mean, as you as everyone sees, it's been rubbled. It's been dropped. It's. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing there. there. No so then, what what is there's the game no that IDF? I'm, what's the plan? Well, the IDF's stated plan is to continue with the where they've been fighting, which is, um, oh, oh, total destruction, and and done with artillery and tanks and mechanized infantry and jets and helicopters. Uh, the U.S. is saying just trying. To, we're saying, hey, can you you need to do this with less civilian casualties? And Israel's not buying it. We right. don't forget. We've got a, a, a three-star Marine general. I didn't. I haven't. We haven't heard squat from him since he was announced. Supposed to be advising the Israelis. Never thought that was going to work. Um, but oh, yeah, who is that three-star? Uh, What's I don't his remember name? His name. He's, he, had, he had great a uh, lot of uh, experience in Iraq doing right. this. I don't remember his name. Um, yeah, I'll find out. But Go ahead. He, his uh, it's not being very effective. I I. I I never thought that was going to be a good idea where the Israelis would listen to him. So Israel is of the mind to continue the war as they've been fighting. And you hear that when they start saying that because of the six of the six week war, that's what and how hard it was on Hamas. That's the reason that the uh, hostages are being released. So if they really do believe that, they're going to go at the south the same way. Yeah, and yeah, what that General means is James more Flynn. more civilian more civilian casualties, but we'll never get the right number as you and I talked because the numbers right now are coming only from Hamas. Right, the Red Crescent is not getting numbers, and the Red Cross isn't getting numbers, and the Israelis, if they have numbers, aren't giving them up about how many civilians are actually being killed. So the numbers anyone hears are inflated, ridiculous numbers coming out of Hamas. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. All right. And and by the way, the three star general who was sent to advise uh, the Israeli military, his name is General James Glynn. He's already returned to the U.S. So, yeah. I mean, we'll so see how failed. that's how that's going. Yeah, All right. But l- let's talk about the, now that we've been hit. What is it? Seventy four times. Yes. Uh, our military installations in Iraq and in Syria by the proxies, uh, by Hamas, and still uh, we're bombing uh, garages. What, what, I mean, how long before? And, you know, people are a Swalwell and some of the congressmen are saying it's a great thing because Joe Biden is preventing World War III from happening. It's, it's thank God Joe Biden is in charge. What's your reaction to that? It's a... Uh... It's unfortunate. It, 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 my reaction is 
once again, we're not caring about soldiers. And what I mean by soldiers is everyone who serves. Uh, yes. It was a week or two, 10 days ago, you and I were talking, and I used the word inter, inter, ballistic, intercontinental ballistic missile. I was wrong. It's a, they, they actually were short-range ballistic missiles. But the point is, they're shooting very large missiles at U.S. forces in Iraq and in Syria. And we're getting soldiers wounded to the tune of over 60, closer to 70 right. soldiers who have been wounded, and many, most, are returning to duty. My, so my reaction is that people don't understand the, the paper-thin margin between wounded return to duty and dead. That's a matter of millimeters of where the person was hit, the soldier was hit. Mm-hmm. And the larger, the more times that we get soldiers are hit return to duty, is the, more, the better chance of the soldiers dead. And the problem is when you only react in a marginal way, when you, when you, as you said, when you attack a garage in Iraq or Syria, um, is not a deterrent to, to Iran, who is the ones backing the Iranian militias to do these attacks on us. We're also getting missiles shot at U.S. destroyers. Yes. Um, so we are, we're involved, we're in this war. Now, period. Now, whether we, and our reaction has been um, minimalist, which has not stopped. I don't care if a great of us minimalist and it worked, but the next day they keep shooting at our soldiers. So we're, we're not responding correctly. And I, when I'm, for me, I'd like to see a couple of dams exploded, maybe a three or four bridges in Tehran dropped. You know, right into you know, Iran. Hello, wake them you, up. Would, you would take Absolutely. it to Iran. I would. But 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 Colonel, people will say you're starting World War Three. And I you know, I guess finally the question is, you know, with the United States now saying to Israel after the pause to get the the latest hostages released, well, you don't have to go in so hard, you know, you don't have to do this, you don't have to do that, and are not responding to the hits on our soldiers in any in any realistic way i mean it it appears that what the united states will do is they'll continue to kind of pull back even questioning in my mind you know will they hold back on some of the equipment that israel clearly needs from the united states in an effort to keep this thing tamped down my concern i think of course i think of course you're right my concern this is going to turn into what's happened to uh you the Ukraine-Russia war, that it's become a political mess, that when you discuss Ukraine and Russia, it turned out to be Republican versus Democrat. Right. You know, one side, and and that, this could devolve in the Israeli issue to the same thing. And that's just, that's just wrong. You just, no, I don't recall anyone stepping in front of the U.S. in 20 years of war in Afghanistan and Iraq trying to tell us how to fight it. I don't recall that happening. No. And it didn't. And it's the same issue with, with Israel. We can advise. That's a, that's a modern day and it's a moral military. But if you do this, there's only one other way of doing this. Small squad units and special operations going room to room, door to door, without use of tanks, without use of artillery, without use of jets. And, yeah, that will cause less civilian casualties, but also much more uh, Israeli casualties. And it will yes, take definitely. years. It will take years to do that clearing. That's the dichotomy here. And mm-hmm. and I don't see Israel changing the way they're fighting. You know, I, I don't think Netanyahu can, given the mess that he's in already with not having the intelligence 
to find out this was going on and, uh, you know, the guilt that, I mean, there's guilt in all of this. And then you've got the yeah. country, a lot of it protesting, saying, you know, stop the fighting. We want our hostages back because Israel is like a family. It's a very small country. Uh, I mean, you know, I can't imagine Netanyahu is going to do anything other than just keep plotting ahead and making sure that Hamas is destroyed as his final act. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's my thought. I don't I, I think they'll kill as many they'll kill all the Hamas they can find. I don't think it kills the organization. Just as we found out we killed Osama bin Laden mm-hmm. and all the all the deaths we killed the Taliban and ISIS, they still exist because it's an idea. You're not gonna kill the idea. And and so to, but anyway, they they'll continue this for at least another sixty days. Yeah. The first top half took them and kill as many Hamas as they can. They'll be too many civilian casualties uh, because it, even one is terrible, but un- it's absolutely unavoidable if you continue to fight the way they're fighting. Yeah, yeah. Well, Colonel Hunt, we very much appreciate your time on this beautiful Sunday, and uh, we thank you for being available to us. Uh, and uh, I really, uh, I really value your opinion. Thank you so much, Colonel David. Anytime, Hunt. anytime, right. Judge. Thank you. Up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. This is the Judge Janine Show. 